Hey, good afternoon, good evening, good morning, whatever time of day it is that you actually listen to this. We are excited to be back with you. This is a conversation from the heart. I'm Pastor Al. This is Pastor T. Hey. Al, Teresa. We're just here to have a conversation with you guys. And it has been uh, some phenomenal things. We've talked about some, some issues uh, in the past that, that have really been just that, a conversation from the heart. And I think we got another good one for you tonight. We want to talk to you about something that I think all of us have at one point or another experienced. And let's see if we can help each other to build a way to engage in what we're going to talk about, but use it to build our relationship as opposed to allowing it to destructive in our relationship. And that's the truth. So we kind of had this conversation with a group of people um, in a that we had called morning conversations. And it was really interesting what we got out of it. And we think it would be really good to share it with you. So the question is, can you argue with finesse? So what we mean by that is, can you have an argument where you kind of manipulate and and do it in such a way that it doesn't become get out of hand. It doesn't become a, you know, knock down, throw down, fisty cups, all of that good stuff, especially with somebody that you love, which makes it a little bit more difficult. You know, when we're little children, we, we're open vessels. We are willing to hear, we absorb you know, what people are telling us. We say. completely, we don't think about it. Mm -hmm. You tell them that red is red and blue is it's blue, red. they believe you. But I mean, you could equally tell them that red is blue and blue is green and they believe you mm -hmm. because they trust you. They they have, they have no reason not to. But mm -hmm. as they grow, mm -hmm. eventually you're gonna get to a point where they're gonna start asking that dreaded Why? question that all parents hate why? after a time. Because one why leads to another why that leads but to another why? why that needs to level. So it doesn't end when you get to the whys, but it's such an important part of growth. Yes. Because it means that they're starting to understand that they should ask questions and begin getting a thought process for it's themselves and understanding. It, it definitely. It's a point of frustration sometimes, <laughs> but it is a sign that they're growing up. It is. But when we have these disagreements, however, let's call them a disagreement, and you add on to that love, whether you love it's your child, your husband, your wife, when you add love Mama, into it, sister, and he or she auntie. says something you don't agree with, how do you then have that argument and not have it lead to destruction, as my husband kind of threw out there in the beginning? You don't want to lead it to destruction because you want to be with this person you love them but right now you're trying to stay in relationship right you don't necessarily like what it is that they're saying or something that they did so what we're going to talk about mm -hmm. first off is to just give you some definitions like definitions <clears throat> because the difference is going to be between having a discussion and having an argument oh. so what does that mean so i'm going to read the discussion Discussion, and I believe we got this from um, Merriam-Webster Dictionary, is the action or process of talking about something in order to reach a decision or to exchange ideas. To reach a decision or exchange an idea. Discussion. Remember write that. Write that down. I put a line under that. To exchange ideas or reach 
a decision. Yes, but an argument, let's hear how Not a difference. knockout. An argument is an exchange of diversing or opposite views, typically a heated or angry one. Sure. Number two, a second definition is, it's a set of reasons given with the aim of persuading others an action or an idea is right or wrong. I'm right, you wrong. So that is, we're gonna use the second definition for I'm argument. Right and you wrong. For the purposes of this particular discussion. <laughs> now look, you all know like I know, if we're gonna put a hand up and tell the truth, nobody, nobody wants to be told that they are wrong. And I think that was one of the things that came out in the conversation that we had the first time is, yep. you know, it, it always comes across like, you don't know what you're talking about. Let me tell you what it is. And as a result, we get defensive, our walls come up, and rather than having a discussion, now we're involved in an argument where I am trying to persuade you that you don't know what you're talking about. And I know better than you know. So therefore, you should do what I'm saying because I know it's right. Now, again, as parents, if you got kids, you know that we have these kinds of conversations sometimes. And in relationships, we have these conversations sometimes where we are thoroughly committed to our position and our idea of what we know or what we believe to be right. And we generally think that the other person just is wrong. That's right. So what I want you to keep in mind is when, when we talk about this later, mm -hmm. is the key points of difference between the discussion and an argument. So discussion is you're talking in order to reach a decision. An argument is you're talking in order to claim a win. You want to be right. You want to have this sense of accomplishment. So we really don't want to do that. So we're going to get a little bit churchy on you because I thought these scriptures were really interesting. Take me to church. Very, very interesting. In 2 Timothy 2 and 23 in the NIV version, it says, don't have anything to do with foolish or stupid arguments mm. because you know they produce quarrels. Yes. And what's a quarrel? Hostile feelings. Yeah. Make the heated, feel heated make discussion or disagreement that results in hostile feelings. Mm. So the Bible already tells us, don't just don't worry about the foolish arguments because sometimes they are really foolish. We're arguing over whether or not, you know, the, the there's been the a dishes. piece of jelly on the table that didn't get washed. You, you got didn't missed. clean the coffee ring from your coffee cup. You know, you left your socks on the floor. And it turns into an argument. Remember, you, you can like have a discussion up. about it where you're exchanging ideas, but you're but not allow it to become an argument yes. where you're wrong you shouldn't have done that because i said so because that's what it boils down to i believe it to be right so therefore it is right yeah and you don't you definitely don't want to do that we all engage in and you know this we we all engage in rabbit hole discoveries we mm. just go looking for them in our conversations and we get off on one and before you know it we don't went too far in one direction and now we feel like we can't you know just say you know what i'm sorry i was wrong so we continue you know in our conversation got to be wrong and strong because we standing on our principles and the reality is some of this stuff we could avoid if we just let the simple things that 
aren't going to change the trajectory of the sun or the brightness thereof or how much rain falls from the sky. Mm -hmm. Just let it go. It That's really right. ain't that important. That's right. So how, how do we not let our disagreements that may come up, that will come up, let's just they be real, turn into arguments? How do we keep it healthy mm. so that you can have a discussion and reach a decision, a decision. together? An agreement. By exchanging ideas. Ah. So there's a couple of things that we came up with um, that are really important that if you can do them, then it will probably help you guide mm -hmm. that disagreement mm -hmm. and into keeping it healthy and not and allowing it to devolve. So you can exchange ideas, not argue. So the first one is willingness. Mm. That's a character that hopefully we have. And we've talked about willingness with willingness. a couple of other issues in our past podcast, um, because willingness is really important. It is a you willful act. You, you need to want to, to, want to, to not care. argue. Like you can't be one, like, you know, again, sometimes we just want a good argument. It just makes us feel better. You know, I just want to get all my little frustration out. I just want to let it all go. Sometimes you got to be willing to not argue. You have to be willing it takes two to fight. To understand that you may not be completely right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You have to be willing to understand and believe that you might you not be right. completely right. Let's say you're not right, but maybe you're not completely I'm right. right. I know right. I'm right. Then I tell you, we I'm have right. to be open-minded and be willing to respect the other person's opinion. I am open-minded to my own thoughts and ideas. Right, which is the wrong attitude to have. <laughs> so we can have an argument. So you want to be willing to be open-minded to hear and to understand uh, and realize that you may not be right. Number one is okay. to be willing. Willing, be willing, okay. Yes, number, number two, two is to learn to listen. Now this becomes a really big issue again, active listening. Huh? By that I mean when someone is talking, when you're person you're upset with, the person that you're having a disagreement with is speaking you're actually got your eyes open. You've got some eye contact going on. What did you say? You are listening to what they have to say. What? Not just blank faced and like just just hurry up and finish the talking so I can say cow. what I mean because I'm not really listening. I hear you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just, just want sound you to like, hurry up so I can start talking. Finish saying what yeah. you're saying. You just sound like you know. Wah, 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 wah. If you're old enough, you remember the Charlie Brown, um, yes. you know, little cartoons, and the teacher always sound wah, wah, wah. Because nobody no was listening. They weren't listening. So you don't want your agreements, your, excuse me, your discussions with whomever uh, to be like, that's all you're hearing is yes. wah, 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 You wah. have to actively be listening. A actively part of active listening. listening is actually being able to repeat what the person said. Now, I say this all the time, and it's still true. Sometimes what is said is not always what's heard. And what is heard is not always what was said. Because, you know, we filter it through our feelings. We filter it through our ideas. We filter it through our thoughts. And so we come up with this, what they meant to say. Rather than just hearing the words, we add to it, take away from it, throw some other stuff in and make it what we think they're trying to tell us rather than just saying, mm -hmm. is this what you mean when you said, ba-ba, ba-ba, ba-ba? 
And they can tell you, no, that's not what I was saying when I said, ta-da, ta-da, ta-da. You heard, ba-ba, ba-ba, ba-ba. Yeah, interpretation, I think, is what he's mostly getting at. You don't want to interpret and interpret it wrong. So, yes, repeating it, saying, you know, that, um, okay, what I heard you say was this. This. That's a good way of, one, knowing that you heard what they said. That you're actually listening. And they know that you're actually listening. Yes, that you're actually listening. Uh, And not just kind of letting it go and acting like that. So that is number two. Number three. Three. Be prepared. What do I mean by be prepared? I get to plan this argument? No, you're not going to plan the argument. I want to have one on Tuesday. But you want to know what you're actually arguing about. Because sometimes people start talking and they're yelling and screaming and they're upset about whatever, but they don't even know what they know to begin with. (laughs) They don't know, but they're going to be wrong and strong. You know, I may have been accused of doing that a few times in my life. I didn't want to say it. (laughs) Hallelujah. The Lord is helping. It started when I was a young child. She's going to hold on to that opinion. My my brothers used to tell me that all the time. I've learned that I, I shouldn't be wrong and strong. <laughs> An exchange of ideas. Look at that. Hallelujah. We've seen growth right here, right now. That is sometimes, you know, Thank easier you. said than done. But when you acknowledge it and when you know that you really ought to know what you know before you start going to argue about it. And the other part to that is you want to be clear in your conversation. So mm. when I'm telling you whatever it is that I'm whatever it is that I'm trying to say or you're trying to tell somebody, make sure that you're able to put it into words that are clear and don't make it easy for misinterpretation. Ah, be clear be in very what you say. Look, we talked about this, we talk about it all the time. Don't use these indefinite words. Don't be saying always oh, and yes. never and every time and all the time, and you always, and you never, you yes. know, when you, when you use words like that, like right off the top, it probably ain't completely true. I'm not going to say it ain't true at all. I'm just going to say it ain't completely true that it's always that way. Now, sometimes, yes, occasionally, okay, you did this time, this thing, you're definitely right. So let's be very clear about what it is that we're, we're, discussing we're not discussing every time we're discussing this This time time. (laughs) we're not discussing all the time we're discussing this time this time and so as a result it allows you to stay in the discussion the conversation exchanging your ideas with clarity so they're not trying to fix something that went wrong 10 years ago because i thought we said we were sorry and moved on from that how are you still bringing that up today? Mm-hmm. That that didn't have nothing to do with the fact that I didn't take the trash out this morning. What, what is what right. what is leaving the toilet seat up six years ago? Had, look, I, I joke about this. I'm gonna throw it in. When we first got married, my wife got sick, and I, you know, I didn't grow up with no sisters. I was the only one in the house. It was me and my mom. So, you know, somebody was sick. They was on their own. So my wife wasn't feeling good. She got up. She went to the bathroom. You know, she was vomiting and, you know, that kind of thing. And uh, she was upset that I didn't get out of the bed to come in there with her. For sure. Yeah, he was supposed to hold my hair back and wipe my face and rub my back and say, baby, you okay? 
No. It'll be all right. No. Do you need a sip of water? I, I hollered from where I was, you all right? And she's like, I said, you'll be all right. And I let her do her thing by herself. Now, it wasn't until way after that that we were having this exchange of ideas and this exchange included this time. And I'm like, what did I got to do with today? And when did you get upset about that? Because there was no clarity at the time that that was not something that, you know, was going well for her. I thought, you know, she was all right. She came back to bed. She was good. I was good. She was, wasn't no need in both of us being awake. Wasn't enough to do to help. <laughs> but she didn't feel like I was right. <clears throat> and I thought I was completely right. So we had to have a discussion to exchange some ideas about how we was going to help each other out in situations like that going forward. So now I try to be more attentive. Well, that's one way to not have an argument. Yes. <laughs> Just agree. I'm only kidding. <laughs> that is not what we're talking about tonight. <laughs> yes, you're right. Yes, dear. Yes, dear. That's not what we're talking about tonight. We have a number four. Number four. Four, number four is remember, you're not always right. What do you mean I ain't always right? I'm always remember. right in my mind. The goal of your conversation with this discussion is going to be to share your views and each of you weigh the position of the other and come to a decision. You want me to weigh what? Weigh my views against your views and then we come my to a decision. My way got more weight, so I'm right because I'm bigger than you. No, no, that's the whole point. You have to remember that you are not always right. And in fact, the point of the discussion is not going to be about making yourself right. There is no win here. Oh. This is just exchanging. It's not a competition. Ideas. Not, not at all. Your, your ability to persuade with your words over mine is not important. Not when you're not, not when you're arguing with finesse. Oh. That's just plain old arguing. We don't want plain old arguing. That leads to stuff like the police being called. So. Yeah, I went there because that's exactly what happens. People bring out the pot of grits and that cast iron pan. And next thing you know, there's the police. Y'all better pray for me. <laughs> this woman getting violent. But you do, you have to remember, you have to remember that, that it's not about convincing them that you're right or they're wrong or that your way is the way that it has to be done. You have to remember that it's to get an agreement. I, I watch something on, on TV that, that the police shows, they often do this, you know, they come in and, you know, they, they call it good cop, bad cop or whatever, you know, but they say, what you do is, you know, the first guy comes in and he sits across the table from, you know, the person that they're interviewing and he's grilling them, grilling them, grilling them, grilling them, grilling them, you know, and giving them the what for. And then the next person comes in and actually sits on the same side of the table as the person that they want to have a conversation with. And that gives them the opinion or the feeling that we're on the same side, that we're not mm -hmm. adversaries. And so in this arguing with finesse, we want to remember that we're actually on the same side. We may right. see things from a different perspective. We may be coming at it from a different angle, but our common goal is to have the same resolution. Our common goal is to come to a point of agreement about the thing that's trying to sow disagreement. So remember, it's not right. about being right. 
It's not about your way over their way. It's about us having singleness of purpose to accomplish whatever the goal is that we're trying to clarify in our exchange of ideas. Exactly, exactly. So we're gonna move on to number five. Five. Now this one kind of goes a little bit with learning to listen first. Okay. Okay, so learning to listen and actively listening. Actively listening. But I you need that. to think before you reply. So number five is think before you open your mouth to respond to whatever it is that they just said. Now that, you know, no. You don't want to bring My mom got a mind of its own. Well, you don't want to go off topic. say what they want to say. You have to allow their ideas to absorb into your own brain. Mm -hmm. I got something to say. And you don't want to wander off topic and bring things back up from five years ago, two years ago, 10 years ago. You don't want to bring, it has nothing to do. I think it's relevant. Like you mentioned right now, that was then. This argument is about this argument this it's all me, relevant to discussion. me you did it I'm, to me i'm using the wrong word it is discussion you this discussion. did it to me so it's relevant to me you i just want to tell you it. how i feel yeah but you don't want to just say it how you feel you want to think about what you're going to say about how you feel before you put it out there because words hurt and sometimes you, you, if you just react you and that say nursery, something. Right? Sticks and stones may break my bones. And words, words will, will always never hurt you. <laughs> always. That's Unless not what they, they taught are me. Primitive. That's not what they taught me. They taught me words will never hurt yeah. you. You shouldn't have listened. Because it's not true. <laughs> words hurt. They can hurt. They can give life and they can give power. But words can also destroy. And so you really have to be careful. If you want to stay married, <laughs> if you want to stay in a relationship with your, your adult daughter or your adult son, if you want to stay in a relationship, you have to watch what you reply in these discussions. Think about it first. Listen, I laugh because I'm about to show my age. I remember, I believe it was Flip Wilson used to say, loose lips, sink ships. And it will sink the ship of your relationship if you ain't got no control over your lips. That's true. You got to control your lips. You Don't do. Let them just go on. Yeah, <laughs> control where they go. Listen, the, the reality is this. The key is this. You, you want to think about what you want to say because when we do speak off the top of our head, you know, what pops into our mind, what's just, you know, in our emotions to say most oftentimes we're going to say things because we're in a defensive posture that's going to hurt mm -hmm. it, it's an it may not be a deep-seated intention but it is a reflex mechanism of our own emotions to protect ourselves so oh you questioning me i'm gonna get you off of me so i say the things that i know will <clears> cause <throat> you to back away walk away from the conversation leave me alone don't go there kind of thing. And so you do, you want to think about what you want to say and, and then be clear in what you're trying to say so that you can continue the discussion because you really are trying to come to an agreement. If, if the end goal is to have agreement about the thing that you're disagreeing about, the only way that can happen is if you have thoughtful exchange of ideas, not for the purpose of, of uh persuading to my side, but to come to an agreement in the middle. Exactly. And because when that doesn't happen, what you end up with is it's a fight. 
a child child type of argument so in other words nobody's being the adult you start you you took my ball it's mine it's mine no no it's mine i mean it doesn't go anywhere it's just an argument and it doesn't it doesn't get resolved at at all. all So you don't want to say a lot of reactive words that all the process, the five things we talked about, being willing to be open-minded, to think, oh, I'm going on with number five, sorry. (laughs) I jumped. I think she liked that thing. I did. (laughs) But to have active listening, number three, to be prepared, number four, to remember that you're not always going to be right, and number five, to think before you speak. All of those things will help you not devolve in a conversation that turns from a discussion into an argument. argument. And that is, that's kind of what we really want everybody to understand. Don't let it become, you took my ball, well, it was my ball first, yes, I kind of argument. First. I'm the oldest, that kind of thing. We, what we want is we want people to come away from this conversation of the heart, understanding that there will be difficult things to talk about that will stir your emotions and can often even cause you, yeah, trigger you to feel attacked under scrutiny uh, less than your most productive self. Say that one. How about that? And so as a result, our natural instinct is to lash out, to snap back, or in today's vernacular, clap back, you know, at somebody. The problem with that is if you do that, you'll probably lose a very valuable relationship in your life. And if keeping relationships that are beneficial to you, that help you to be your best self, to to bring out for lack of a better term, the glory of God in your life. You have got to be able to have difficult conversations with those people because they do have your best interest at heart. They really are concerned about you. They're not interested in tearing you down. They really do want to build you up, but you got to have an exchange of ideas to come to an agreement, get on the same side with each other, and then look at the problem from the same perspective, be open-minded, be slow to speak, and allow their thoughts and ideas to filter into your thoughts and ideas, and your thoughts and ideas filter into their thoughts and ideas, so that then the problem becomes an opportunity for a solution. And then you go forward with an agreed-upon plan of action to bring about the solution that you have agreed upon. And there you have it. That is how you argue. With finesse. With finesse. (laughs) Arguing with finesse. We can do it. It can be done. And we can absolutely have the hard conversations without coming away feeling like I should have knocked her head off. Or the police being called. (laughs) Or somebody sleeping on the couch. Or getting the cold shoulder those kinds of things. You can come away from it feeling empowered, feeling accomplished, feeling supported, feeling understood, feeling heard. That's one of the things, and maybe that's a conversation we need to 
you know, really have from the heart is how do you make somebody feel like they have been heard? Because that's a problem. There are a whole lot they of don't folks think they're they don't think it. anybody's listening to them. They begin to feel invisible. Yes. Yeah, it's it's not a good thing. But that is another it. conversation that we may have at a later date. Mm -hmm. Right now, we have now learned how to argue with finesse. with finesse. And remember it, practice it. Put it in action. I have confidence in your ability to get an agreement about your disagreements. It's that been a great right. time having a great conversation with you guys. We enjoy it. We hope that our heart has touched your heart in this conversation from the heart. So let's grow together. Let's grow together. See you next time. Bye. Till next Bye. time. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Conversation from the Heart. My name is Dr. Teresa Gatling. And my name is Pastor Alfonso Gatling. We're so excited that you took the opportunity to stop by and have a conversation from the heart with us. What we're going to be doing is sharing some of our personal experiences, some of the wisdom that we've picked up along the way over these 30 years of being married and raising four boys. And we hope that some of the things that we'll share in this conversation will help you along the way in your relationships. So let's get ready to share a conversation from the heart. Wow, what a great conversation. Listen, if you've heard something that you haven't implemented as yet, today is a great day to get started. We'd love to hear from you, so please, Reach out to us on Facebook. You can also drop us an email at our church website, which is mowcchurch.com. We're at Mount Olive Worship Center. And please subscribe to our podcast for future episodes where we'll talk more about relationship and conversation from the heart.